As we look forward to 2020, this is John Condry, of course, um, there are what I would say seven leadership skills that you need to take an inventory of yourself. Leadership is not something that you can teach, okay? It's very difficult to teach it. Leadership is a doing thing. It's an action thing. It's a um, stepping up thing. So think about it like this. Don't change you. You know, you you may be a, you know, your personality style, you may be a natural born kind of leadership profile, or you may be a little bit more behind the scenes, or you may be someone who's more steady and stable and reliable. And, you know, you're you're kind of a team player and you're like, "Ah, I don't want to be the leader here. But all of us can lead. And it's all in our behavior. It's not in our position. And it's not in our talk. It's all in what we do. So in 2020, here's what I want to encourage everybody because 2020 can be a phenomenal year for everybody that's listening to this. You know, you kind of take a look at where you've got the past is the past. We cannot do one thing about things that have happened in the past, good, bad, or indifferent. So you got to start fresh. You got to, and you got to give yourself a, a reboot and a flush, and and get yourself just ready. But remember this, because I hear this a lot from my clients. They're relying on the hope that circumstances will be different in or different in order for them to improve over last year. And they're like, man. I, 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 I got to hope that production got, got its act together. Or I got to hope that uh, our company doesn't change the, um, the rules on us. Or I got to hope that um, uh, I, some of these people that I've been nurturing, some of my relationships that I've been nurturing really start to produce. Or I got to have some, some of these accounts that are on the borderline flip on me. You know, we, we, we live in this, this strange hope place. And you know what? All that may happen. Everything may fall in line for you. And I hope it does. But if you're going to lead, you cannot, like, let that ha- You can't lean on that. You have to lead instead. So let me give you some examples of things that you can do this year to inspire yourself, to be able to lead, to take charge, take charge of your own life. If you think about it, the, the, when we're depressed or demotivated or discouraged, when we're any of those, it's because we feel out of control. We feel that someone or something else is making the decisions about how we will succeed this year. And I hear this a lot, and it's understandable. I hear it sometimes from myself. Doubt starts to creep in. All of a sudden, you're you're like, "Hey, we're, you know, maybe we're maybe we're just behind the times, or maybe it's just the way that it is, or once again, it's the circumstances." So I'm going to give you seven things this year to focus on to change that script a little bit, right? So the first one would be take risks. No one is going to lead. None of us are going to be successful in our lives by playing it safe. 
Now, I don't mean that you are nuts, okay? I, I don't mean that you take really ridiculous risks that, that make no sense, that are not grounded in anything. But I'm talking about calculated, making sense, but taking some action, taking some risk, picking, making that call, right, that you're afraid. Oh, it, most of us don't risk because we're comfortable, we don't want to take a chance that it won't work out. We don't want to fail. We don't want to get rejected. So what? Take a shot. Take a shot this year. Now, when do you do that? I would tell you to do it on Mondays. Take your shot on Monday. Take a risk on Monday. Do something on Monday that you're afraid of. You know, the only way through your f- fear and arf, all of my, my fears is, is through it. You cannot go around your fears. You got to just go ahead and bring it up early in conversations with people. You got to be, you got to be bolder. You got to be stronger. You have to be more confident and you have to take some chances. So that's number one, take some calculated risks, take some chances, take a shot. All right. And do it every Monday. And if it, it and and when if it doesn't work out, learn something from it. Learn your lesson. Learn to be a little bit more introspective of it and say, "Hey, I learned something from it. Now let's go ahead and make a change." But doing nothing until it's perfected or until everything comes together, that hesitation is going to be how the competition defeats you. Because the difference between winning and losing, as we all know, are small things. Number 2, be a great communicator this year. That's what great leaders do. They're really, really good communicators. Now, when we talk about communication, this, is, this year we, we know personality styles. You've had a lot of training from me on personality styles and how the different styles work. Remember, technology is a commodity these days. Technology is absolutely a commodity. What's, what's the leadership part of this is people and be able to communicate to different personality styles and to be able to communicate to different generations. There's five generations of the workplace right now. There's four personality styles. That's nine, and, and, and inside of those nine gen, you know, generic um, uh, categories, there are hundreds of, if not thousands of, of shades, of, of blends of different personalities, different generations. I mean, there's a lot going on there. You get to this year become a good communicator. You gotta be able to use social media. You've got to be able to use technology. You've got to be able to use the phone. You've gotta be able to use webinars. You have to be able to have the face-to-faces. You need all of it. So work hard to be able to have every part of your communication game clear and and be able to connect. It's all about connection. So take the lead this year. If you have to, every Friday afternoon, work on that part of your game. Work on that part of the connection game. Your social media, your 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 um your 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 emails, your your phones, your you know, that's it. And the more you do it, the better communicator you'll be. Okay, number three. Okay, challenge yourself. Do not get comfortable. We all get comfortable. We all get complacent. And because we don't have to fear that, we don't have to fear failure. 
we look at failure as something that's really negative and bad. But if you challenge yourself, you put yourself out there, all of a sudden you go for it and you, you, you're, kind of, you're kind of playing without a net. And there's, there's no great leaders that have accomplished anything without having, you know, playing without a net. And it's difficult. I, believe me, the, the more secure you get, the more comfortable you get, the more, um, the, the more um, safe you are and the older that you get, um, you know, you, you, you get set in your ways, man. So, so reboot yourself, change up your game, um, challenge yourself to be better, all right? The fourth one is to get your act together. Emotionally, we live, and I and I think it's because that social. This is my opinion now. I'm not a scientist, but I think that social media has changed and warped everybody's brain chemistry. So the dopamine shots that we get that keep us motivated and and want to do it, and our worldview and our view of situations and other people's situations. It really plays with our emotions. So we've got this roller coaster ride of emotion. And emotions of very specifically anger, anxiety, fear, being overly critical. Oh man, I mean, what you know, we, we, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy town on social media. And I think that it has done something to our brain chemistry. So we need to be better emotionally secure. Um, you know, besides all my training and consulting, one of the companies that I work with is my daughter's, who's a real estate. She has a real estate practice. And, uh, and I work with her some, but I, of course, coach her just like I do all my clients. And we, uh, we just had a really... Uh, this good discussion with uh, a, a, a couple that is going through a divorce with a piece of real estate involved. And their emotions are way out of whack. So they're, they're, they're really struggling to make a very good business decision, right? I mean, they're not going to be soulmates anymore, but they still are business partners, and it's really difficult because they're both so, they, they don't have control of their emotions. They're both emotionally uh, unstable. And it's really causing trouble in their business decision making. And we go through that all the time. So we've got to try to get some emotional, um, you know, just, just get our equilibrium balanced somewhat. So things are never as good or bad as they seem at that moment. Okay, the next one is probably the most important. Who are you surrounding yourself with this year? Are you surrounding yourself with positive people or negative people? Are you surrounding yourself with people that are winners or people that are, that are complainers? Are you listening? What voices, what, what tapes are you listening to? The ones in your head, the ones in your car. There's no tapes anymore, obviously. Um, you know, what are you, what are you listening to? And this is what you got to, you got to cut out the negative. You have to come out, cut out the negative people. And I know you're going to say to me, well, John, some of those negative people are, are right on. Okay. 
But is that helping you? Is that helping you to grow, to achieve your goals, to make things work? I'm not telling you to be a, um, you know, uh, sucker up to the leaders and and in your company or in, in your area or, or just to look good or something. I, I'm talking about people that have something to contribute, that motivate you, that inspire you to make your goals, and also that can help you to make your goals. I mean, you can spend a lot of time. You might have a customer uh, or, um, or someone or a strategic partner of some kind that you really like, I mean, they're really nice guys and and you kind of jive with them and you bitch together. I'm sorry, that's a bad word. You complain together maybe, you know, hey, about the economy or about life or about the company or about the world. And those are not the people you need to surround yourself with. You need to surround yourself with doers, with winners, with um, people that are making it happen and doing it. People that can take you somewhere. People that can um, uh, contribute to what you're trying to do. I mean, if you meet leaders in any field, they've got a great network. They're not generically cold calling from ground one to build a business. They've got, they're using all of their connections, okay? And I, I guess the last one would be, be an early adopter, don't be the one sitting on this. Don't be blockbuster. Don't be blockbuster. Don't be looking at the new kid on the block who has the new ideas and the freshness that's there. Now, you don't have to be envious or jealous, but you do have to look at what other people are doing and be an early adopter. If people have things that are working, and not only that, but sometimes you got to see what the next step is. So you go, okay, here's what everybody's doing. What's next? What's the next evolution? Maybe I'll be the first one there. Now, if you are, believe me, when you get there, you you know, you will get a lot of haters. You get a, you know, you know, you 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 know, you're going to get a lot of haters. They're going to you know because they're. Whenever you're the first or whenever you're a step ahead or whenever you're, you see a little bit about where things are going, you're going to have a lot of haters. So uh, don't worry about that. Just look at what's next. That's about leadership in 2020. John Condry.